0: Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. So one of the most common questions that I get all the time is: how do I build my self-esteem? How do I get more confidence? And of course, you know, there's a, it's a process and it can be very complicated, I think, and there's different ways in. But here's, here's what I think is uh, fundamentally uh, the basics, the soil. And this is not just from me coaching people uh, or being a therapist. This is also from, you know, various... Everything from TED Talks to audiobooks and kind of what I'm gathering from other people who um, are in this space. Okay, so, and you know, I also like to simplify, and I know I only have about 10 minutes of your time, so... I want to really simplify this and condense this. Imagine that you have a um, self-esteem balloon, right? And over the years, uh, because of your experiences and, and, and no, no child enters adulthood unscarred, we've all been through trauma, shit has happened to us, people have taken advantage of us, uh, people have lied to us, cheated, uh, all this kind of shit, right? We've been abused. Um, that punctures holes in our self-esteem balloon, and so what happens is we grow up and, and basically uh, we want to um, believe in ourselves and we want to believe that we have worth and value and confidence. And what happens is it just, we, because of our patterns and our, our, whether they're thought patterns or getting into toxic relationships and lopsided friendships and, and all that, and because we pull from our false beliefs, um, every time we kind of build ourselves up, we, because our self-esteem um, balloon has holes in it the, we, we never get full, right? It's like, it's like trying to uh, fill up a bathtub and without the, uh, the stopper and the water is going down the drain. And so the first thing that you have to do is you have to keep the promises that you make to yourself, right? And you could start off by making small promises and start building on that. So if, if you know, if one of your promises is that I will never. Um, allow myself to be in an abusive relationship, for example, right? That's a pretty big promise. It's something that I call a non-negotiable. Hopefully, it's one of yours. Um, and you keep that promise. If you can execute that, then there's um, the 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 hole in your self-esteem balloon gets patched, right? Uh, there's duct tape now covering that hole. So if you can't, um, then that hole just is keeps getting bigger, right? And suddenly you're in another toxic relationship and that cycle, um, the experience is the same, the cycle is the same, and then your thoughts are the same that follow that. So what you want to do is you want to start holding on to the promises that you make to yourself. Think about your life and think about all the th- the promises that uh, that you make to yourself today, or i don't know if you make any you know and if you don't it's time to start making some so whether it 's like the promise is to uh, be easier to yourself or maybe the promise is to get into a gym once a week or maybe the promise is to not lower your standards or maybe you're done working in shitty jobs or i don't know whatever your promise is as you start executing that as you start delivering as you start um standing on your truth and drawing a line with sharpie not chalk and saying that you know what this is the promise to me and I'm going to give that to myself because um no one else is going to be able to give it to you right and so once you do that I know for me um I started doing this uh after my divorce, I started making promises to myself. I, you know, I, I promised myself that, um, so when I discovered, uh, fitness and CrossFit and a different way to work out, I promised myself that I would push my body harder than I, um, ever did before. I promised myself that, uh, I would, uh, give myself a space to express myself, right? I promised myself that I would listen to that faint whisper that I usually ignore. Um, as you start uh, executing your promises, you're setting yourself up for different experiences, right? And you're also going to get pushback. You're also going to get a a side to you that is like, I'm not used to this. I'm afraid of this. I don't want this. You're also going to have... uh, push back from like friends and push back from people who are used to seeing you a certain way and they're not used to someone who's actually now drawing lines or creating boundaries or actually believes uh, in himself or herself and so because of that um, you're going to maybe feel alone and I felt alone for a very long time but I told myself that if I didn't Stand my ground. If I didn't stand on my truth and execute my promises, I would go back to who I was, and there was no way, after all the shit that I've been through, that I was going to go back to the old John Kim. Right? I would rather lose an arm. Um, I would rather lose my life. I would like that. That wasn't going to happen. And so I used that part of my story—the unwillingness to not go back to who you were—as leverage. And it rippled into everything I did. So it doesn't matter if the promise was like, you know, better food or if the promise was like 10 extra burpees or whatever the promise I made to myself was. I used what I've been through and who I was as leverage to push me through and execute that promise. So as you start to do this, you start to patch up. You start to cover up the holes, right, in your uh, in your self-esteem balloon that were punctured by your story By someone taking something from you, by the abuse, by the drugs, by the trauma, by whatever happened in your past, and as you start setting yourself up for new experiences, um, you start to have shifts in your thinking. Oh, this is what a healthy relationship feels like. Oh, I actually, you know, executed this, or I lifted this, or I ran a mile, or I did a marathon, and as I wrote a book. I created a brand, whatever it is, right? So as you start setting yourself up for these experiences, then the shift starts happening and there's nothing more convincing than the actual experience. And so as this process happens, you start believing in new things, new beliefs about yourself, what you can do, you know, who you can be with, um, what you can have. And as that piston starts pumping, you start building confidence. You start believing in Better and different, uh, your value goes up, right? And then, <clears throat> excuse me, once you have the confidence, once you have this momentum, once you start plugging those holes in your uh, <coughs> self esteem balloon, um, now you start to evolve and become a, a different person. And when you start having shifts in your belief system, it changes everything uh the bar raises um there's no more ceiling and <clears throat> you sorry, I'm just coughing like crazy i've been obsessed with these snacks i know i'm going off on a tangent <clears throat> but they're um um they're like birdseed they're they're like <laughs> oh shit <laughs> they're like uh they're like my phone's falling holy shit the the sky is falling right now the uh <clears throat> they're like uh The sunflower uh, healthy cracker type thingies and I've been just inhaling them and that's why I'm coughing like crazy. So uh, apologies. But I also know that I'm not going to do this again because I know it's not coming from laziness. It's coming from intention and passion and these podcasts. I know that it's always, you know, it's always the first take that are like I'll do multiple takes And then always come to the conclusion that the first take was the best. Not because um, I was the most articulate or because it went to plan. It's never about the content. It's about the energy and the intention and the honesty. And once I start doing multiple takes, it loses that and it becomes kind of lukewarm. So I'm still going to use this one even though I'm I'm coughing and being interrupted. I'm going back to how to build confidence How to, um, and I used the word build, I want to italicize that and underline it because you don't just wake up one day and say, okay, I'm going to be more confident. I'm going to have more self-esteem. I mean, it could start there, but it's not how it works. So I want to leave you guys with this. It's just one simple instruction. I find that when you give people a ton of things to do, they do nothing. If you give someone one thing to do, then there's a higher chance they're going to execute that. And so the one thing that I'm encouraging everyone to do is, and make this a non-negotiable. This can change your life. This can be the first domino that leads to a stronger, better version of you maneuvering at a higher potential. It's just this one thing, and do it throughout the week. Start keeping all the promises that you make to yourself. Before you go, I wanted to give you something, something I made. It's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we could all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. That's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. It's super simple. And we will email you my relationship toolkit. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Be well. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com and click on life coaching training and you'll find our catalyst intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story which everyone has and a passion to help others.